Hey, food friends, and welcome to the Food Founders Podcast. Whether you're looking to get on your very first store shelf or you're looking to grow your national or even international food brand, this podcast is going to teach you what it really takes to launch, grow, and scale a packaged food brand. Hear the food founder journeys of brands growing in their industry so you can fast track your food business success. I'm your host, Ainsley, and this is the Food Founders Podcast. Hey, everyone. I am here with Kamlesh Karaf from Munchie Pops. And today we're going to be talking about Munchie Pops, how they got to where they are today, and how Kamlesh has got the brand to where it is today. So Kamlesh, welcome to the Food Founders Podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Ansley. Thanks for having me here. Really excited to have you here. And, to be here. and just want to like open it up. Can you just talk about what is Munchie Pops and who exactly is Munchie Pops for? Sure, sure. Yeah, so Munchie Pop is a is a new snack brand um, that made that takes a makana, uh, which is a traditional Indian snack that is a the pop seed of the water lily plant, uh, which is you know merges with the classic and uh, the bold flavors of of American palate. Uh, we got a salt and pepper. We got a smoky barbecue, white cheddar cheese. These are the flavors, as you know, will really appeal to many here in the America, right? Which, uh, while still introducing them to the exotic kind of a snack, uh, while one yet to be known in the U.S. market. So that's it's it's a plant-based superfood snacks made of a pop water lily seed. <clears throat> Uh, makana, which is the main ingredient we use in the Munchie Pops, our product, uh, which has been consumed for many years in in, in India uh, and also considered to be a superfood snack. Uh, what it means is actually it's packed with plant-based protein, uh, high antioxidants-related uh, you know, properties, as well as uh, many minerals like magnesium, iron, zinc, and fiber too. So that's something really, you know, you would look as an healthy alternative and a substitute. Right, it has a high nutrition value, as I said it, uh, while serving and staying low in calorie and fat. So definitely, if you are in hunt for uh, weight loss uh, related alternative snacks, that is that is it for right. Uh, our product is for everyone actually. You know, is uh, if someone really wanted to eat smarter, right? When I say smarter, meaning <clears throat> literally an alternative snacks to your traditional, uh, you know, traditional snacks like chips and you know, uh, fries and uh, even popcorn, right? Um, so anything that basically, if, if you think about it, it, it carries you through to the next meal, works it perfectly for your midday energy picker or, you know, a great way to replenish your body after workout. So that's that's how I, that's how we would see that. Uh, the ingredients are intentionally very simple, all natural, uh, very easy to pronounce based, you know, content. Uh, where, you know, as you know, it today you struggle, like when you flip the pack of, uh, you know, any snack pack, there are, uh, you know, 20 of stuff that is put in there, which you really cannot pronounce, or we really don't know what it is. And, and that's something you get it, right? So, so that that's what it comes to it when it comes to Munchie Pop. It's also an awesome snack. I mean, it's it's good for parents, good for kids. We always, uh, we always joke about it that like, you know, it's a keto-friendly snack because it has a perfect texture, perfect crunch, and the, the the taste profile and then the seasoning we have it is really well resonant well with uh, across the demographic and across you know uh, across the across the age grouping too right 
it's versatile snacks. Um, it's a tasty. Uh, kids will love it. Mom and dads will love it too, um, because there's no prep needed. Uh, it's uh, no guilt. So when your kids are asking and keep asking, you can keep pouring it right without any 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 hesitation. Right. So that that's that's about munchie pops. Right. The munchie pops, super super food uh, and it is something that everyone can kind of enjoy at different parts of the day and we don't need to feel guilty about our snacking anymore which is great um, because it's like I know for myself that that crunch factor in something like munchie pops just makes it so addictive so with something like this you don't necessarily need to feel bad about it which is great how, right, right, right. how did you get into this business? Um, we were talking a little bit before about, you know, you come from a family of lots of entrepreneurs and that you didn't necessarily start out with this. So what led you to create Munchie Pops? Uh, yeah, what really happened there? Yeah, so so to give you some background there, right? So I'm one of the co-founders here at Munchie Pops along with me, um, the two uh, you know, very seasoned entrepreneur. Uh, you know, Tushar Gopani is uh, comes with this significant background in a, uh, definitely learning his own business in a in a professional services side, um, but also has done a bunch of uh, you know business in the food sector. And the third person is Neil Savani. Uh, he's a small business owner uh, running a franchise business uh, in a food and beverage side. Uh, so he comes with a very technical. Uh, you know, you know, I would say hands-on experience in the small business side, really working with the consumer or, you know, consumer on a day-to-day basis and really providing that excellence customer experience kind of services, right? So with, with all three of us combining together, right, me coming from a management consulting background experience, Tushar being more in the professional and running some different businesses, and Neil having his own small business, I think we we thought uh, we have a pretty good three chemistries and I think something we can uniquely, you know, produce it together. Uh, to directly answer your question, actually, we, 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 when, we, when we met a few years ago in a family function, uh, somehow it resonated well with us. Uh, like, I think we, we, we shared something as a common and we thought, okay, let's, let's bring something specifically in the snacks category, right? Uh, what we can really do and bring something as a new kind of snack which you can call it as an alternative snack. So that's how everything started, right? Um, uh, like call it as an alternative snacks, but uh, that taste uh, good uh, with the nutrition and also different from everything else out there on the shelf, right? Uh, so you know, definitely grown up in India, born and grown up you know, in India, and something that we were exposed to it is this, this product called Makana, uh, very popular in, in Indian culture. Uh, which really taking a lot of traction here in the U.S. market. Um, but it's at this point, I, I still believe like it's still uncommon. It's still significant, you know, I would say uh, an education would require uh, for uh, American consumer to connect it and really thinking that like an alternative snacks, right? Uh, the good thing about it is it's a cultural food. It's traditional to Indian cuisine. Uh, we thought it would be a great potential here to bring something like this here in the U.S. market. And you know, share our, our loves and our spirit, and you know what we can offer to their uh, guilt-free snacking, you know, and delicious street kind of uh, alternatives thing. So that, that's exactly how it started. Uh, I think everything's come down to what you're eating and what you're putting in your body, body right? So we wanted to offer something that's just good for you, and really, uh, you feel you you feel good when you eat it, right? Not for the sake of looking at the nutrition, but generally 
felt good, uh, you know, with your body and the overall uh, how you approach it, uh, snacks like this. So, yeah. You talk about bringing this new ingredient and new snack to North America. How has that been so far? Do you feel like people are wanting to check this out? Do you feel like you need to really educate people about what it is? How are you overcoming the fact that people don't know what exactly a popped water lily seed is? Yeah. Yeah, so far we have done quite a few demos and, you know, based on experience, certainly, uh, you know, it's it's like any new new thing that you bring to the market, right? Uh, and I think what we are learning is uh, there's a lot of uh, acceptance to the market, primarily uh, how the new, uh, you know, buying behaviors are changing. People are very conscious about what they're eating and specifically looking at the ingredients, looking at all the nutrition packs, right, that they're getting out of it. So I think it's really making a process a little bit smoother and easier. Uh, at the same time, this new generations are really open to try various different things, right? I mean, uh, irrespective of binding any cultural component to it, but they're open to try something different that they have been exposed to it. And uh, another thing I would say, the avenues where you can get these things, right? So, I mean, I would say internet is open up a pretty widely like you can literally google anything and you can buy anything at your next door right uh, plus uh, i would i would say retailers uh, are also very open putting something on on their shelf and really you know giving this new brand uh, new categories uh, an opportunity to uh, bring it forward so it's it's definitely a challenging as you as you imagine any new new product or any new snacks or at least for that matter anything new uh, it would definitely have an education, but I think there are a lot of avenues really helping us as a brand or help is helping us as a category to bridge that gap and, uh, you know, uh, serve, serve better, better to the communities and, you know, better to the consumer market. So you've been getting some traction so far. More and more people are getting Munchie Pops into their home and you're getting it into more locations. When you think about the growth of Munchie Pops from the very beginning, to where you are today, what would be a big win that you can feel really proud of that you guys have been able to have to date? Yeah, well, um, it's very little time, right? As, as you know, and we've been talk, talking about it, uh, our officially we want to launch, launch at the Expo West, which was a month before. Um, so very tiny time. But I would say the two things uh, as, as a brand, as a company that we feel proud about it. One, uh, when we put down this concept on the piece of paper, like we wanted to build something like this, uh, we were very firm and very clear that we will produce it by ourselves, right? Literally, we'll produce it by ourselves, right? Uh, uh, and it, it came through it with the multiple, you know, conversation and uh, discussion with the mentors, some of the like industry seasoned people. Uh, a lot of time we we see that uh, a brand approach uh, to the co-packers and. Uh, uh, you know, bigger manufacturing facility, but then your hands are very tight. So we were very firm, very clear about producing by ourselves and very proud that we have a facility where we do it, right? Directly working with our our, our suppliers. And I would say, I, I, I use this term uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a way that doesn't make us comfortable, but our farmers who are very, you know, backbone to our ecosystem. Uh, we work directly with them. We work directly with them and really uh, bringing that core ingredients, core product to our facility and where we ground it up 
from zero to where we are today, right? So we literally can produce and cater to a retailer orders. Uh, we are not that big enough uh, to cater national, but certainly uh, support our local uh, chains, uh, support our online business, and really going from there. So starting something from ground up in a literally like six, eight months time, I think that's a big, big win and big accomplishment. So we're really proud about that. So that's number one. Number two, what you see there today, like our are, are launching off a new look, a fresh look, uh, really bringing colors of, you know, vibrancy, uh, really connect well to our core Indian, which is a pop water lily seed plants, uh, which is grown up in beautiful ponds. And, you know, you see this lotus, lotus flowers, right? It's a, a flourish flower. Uh, so plus addition to the new flavors. So when around really bringing this new brand, packaging, flavoring, and really, you know, getting getting out to the market and let uh, consumer try it out. I think that's uh, that's another big uh, success, or I would say the win that we uh, we have it, and uh, um, we we keep turning it down. I mean, we keep working on it to bring and make it how how we can make it much more smoother and easier for for our consumer market. Building on that, what do you find is one of the major challenges that you guys are faced with? Right now, obviously, launching a new brand comes with a lot of challenges. Running your own, you know, manufacturing facility comes with lots. Um, where are you guys at right now in terms of that next big challenge that you're working to overcome to help get you to that next level of success? You guys have launched, starting to get traction. You know, there's always something next when we're talking about an entrepreneur. And um, so, yeah, what are you guys facing right now? Yeah, well, this this is the this questions and uh, it's it's in everyone's mind at this point given uh, what we're going through right now right so i think the uh, as a small brand as an emerging brand or as an established brand i think the biggest challenge and the something that as an industry as a community we have to think it through it uh, as we pass through this covid-19 pandemic really thinking about you know the strategy about the go to market strategy and how you can quickly pivot and you know address those challenges and literally see that, uh, do you really see yourself into that, you know, shelf and then that marketplace, right? Uh, but uh, to overcome, like, tactically near term, I think uh, this pandemic situation really forced uh, and at least bridge that gap, gaps around the consumer that uh, people were not used to it buying something online or through the e-com. Now they're uh, forced and now it, they're getting comfortable with it, right? So I think that would uh, definitely spike it up. Uh, having said that, uh, we've been we we've been working extensively on increasing our fan following and really making a good uh, authentic presence presence in the social media platform, right? So such as like a Facebook, Instagram, which is a great way of really communicating one on one basis and really catering and addressing some of the need. So that's something uh, as an industry, as a new brand or established as challenge uh, in this in, in this crisis and post crisis scenarios. But I, the, I think the good thing that we we hearing in in every webinar or every conference or everything where you go, uh, I think everyone is on it, right? So all hands on the deck kind of situation. Everyone is trying to solve it together, and everyone's trying to do whatever they could and in, in that's you know uh, and contribute to that effort, right? So. Uh, as a small brand, yeah, running whatever we could do, either running a campaigns or as a giveaway campaigns, really sharing our, our mission with our, uh, you know, uh, the folks who have been working extremely hard and really uh, creating an authentic fan base uh, 
to to really build the credibility of the brand and who we stand for it. So that's something as a challenge. And at the same time, it's good to have a challenge in the early days, you know, and solve it and pivot it that way, right? I think you guys are going to be facing one of the, you know, it's a really interesting piece that you just said there. It's good to face challenges in the beginning. And I think you guys have launched at such an interesting time that you are learning things way faster than everyone else, I'm sure. And you are in this mindset when you first launch of constantly pivoting as it is to figure out what's working in the market and what's not. And I do think that gives you a leg up because you are already in that open mindset of pivoting to what do people need? What do people want? Okay, let's do it versus being in that fixed mindset of we've always done it this way. Now we need to change it. You don't need to worry about that right now. So I think it's a really big advantage for you guys. Yep, that's right. that's right. For anyone who has thought about starting a food company is at the beginning stages, or maybe it's just a dream and they're kind of thinking about, wow, I make really delicious food. How do I turn this into a packaged food product one day? Um, what advice do you have for anyone who is at those early stages or has ever dreamed of starting a food company? Yeah. I feel like you're asking for a, uh, you know, a child asking for some advice, but, uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, so I, I, I could share from where, you know, what we, what we learn and I think what we stand for it, right? I think one thing comes to mind is uh, really, uh, you know, do it for the right reason. I think that's, that's, that's the best way you approach it, either as a product or services. Uh, in, in our example, I mean, uh, we really wanted to work uh, with the farmers who actually work extensively, you know, in, in growing this kind of a product. And, um, you know, as being an Indian, you know, uh, grown up in India, we have seen it and there is a uh, lot of effort and, you know, it, the whole supply chain is you go through it as a farmer is very painful, right? So something where you can stand behind to it, do it for the right reason. Uh, and, you know, you can really speak about it. I think that's that's very important. Um, by way of this, actually, it's a really giving back to the community for us as a as a new brand, and we would hope to hope to you know we would hope to grow at some point and at least contribute more and you know make it much more an authentic um, backbone uh, to to our our, our our company, right? So that that's very important. It really helped us to our mission in terms of it helping us to remain socially and environmentally conscious and. Um, it's basically, you know, it set the ethics and standards for the product and who we stand for. So I think that's only advice I would give it to, you know, the folks who are really wanted to dive into things like in the food or it could be any any, any industry, but uh, just do it for the right reason. Really think it through it, who you stand, who you want it to be and who you want to stand for it. Right. So, so yeah, uh, I, I put it caveat. I mean, we're totally uh, to guide anyone, but at least something we, which we see it and I think the new consumer, right? Uh, uh, the the young con consumers are really wanting that story. That they really wanted to connect it with the local, and you know they are very interested about uh, where you bringing the stuff from, right? So that that's very interesting, a very different thing. What you see now versus a few years ago, right? How the market was reacting. Yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, number one, yeah, definitely do that foundational work, defining your brand, defining your purpose, and be able to speak to that across everything. And then, I mean, you guys are new, but you did it. So many people 
think about one day I'll do this, one day I'll do that. Uh, and you guys actually did it. So regardless yeah. of how far along you are, I think that's something for anyone listening to take away. Like that first step is the most important step, really, because otherwise it never even comes to life. So congratulations to you guys for taking that first scariest step that you've taken. Yep, yep. And finally, just want to wrap things up by uh, getting a sense of what you think Munchie Pops pairs perfectly with uh well, yeah well that's great i mean it, it, the pop itself is a good snacks uh, on the go ready to eat you know snacks right i mean what we have seen it uh, just learning from our consumer we are still uh, trying to learn our who is our actual customers but as we see it uh, on a one-on-one basis um I would say it, it goes perfect with the, you know, as a salad toppings or, you know, put it in a bowl of pasta, right? Uh, specifically, our, our new flavor that we recently introduced, like our peri-peri spice. Uh, it's really nice African-style spice along with, you know, crunchy textures and, uh, you know, the, the deliciousness, I think it's really perfect combinations. Um, uh, for adults, I would say our white cheddar cheese, uh, which goes very well with uh, a bit of peanut noise, right? And would really perfectly set you up for a perfect uh, Netflix marathon not movie night. So that's something you could see. It. Uh, I mean, snack itself is pretty delicious, pretty, you know, I mean, we've been hearing all the great things about it. And it's always good to see uh, when it goes on to the hand of consumer, how it can be innovative with people try different things and they share with us. So it's, oh, it's you know, it's, 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 it's a joy moment when you see something like that. Uh, you know, and people will use it in, in their own way. So, so yeah. I love that. I think Bungie Pops is going to go perfect for me and doing some Netflix watching or some online learning right now and really be able to have something to munch on while my mind is being occupied with some other pieces. So thank you for bringing Munchie Pops to market. And thank you for being on the Food Founders Podcast. The Food Founders Podcast is brought to you by the Fab Growth Academy, the online hub for driven food and beverage business owners that want to get on more shelves, get into more homes, and really grow their food business. Inside the Fab Growth Academy, Fab standing for food and beverage, you'll have unlimited access to tools, resources, and training from myself and my food friends. So if you know you have a great product, let's work on building the business side of things so that more people can enjoy it and you can make the impact I know you want to make with your business. The Fab Growth Academy is now open. So hop on over to growmyfoodbrand.com to join me and your fellow food founders inside the Fab Growth Academy. I cannot wait to see you in there and help you grow your business.